Hello and welcome back to the Number 9 podcast with me, Alex Valenti. And me, Guy Robson. Um, I've still got the Xbox headset on, but it should be fixed soon. I don't know. I'll try my best. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what we're going to cover today, Alex? Yeah, today we're going to discuss Ronaldo leaving Man United by mutual consent. Um, the World Cup so far and Newcastle stealing staff off Manchester City. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Ronaldo. Yeah, um, I mean, you're the CR7 fan, so you can give your opinion on it first. Did you watch the Piers Morgan interview? I've seen clips of it. I haven't seen the the full thing, to be honest, but I I get the gist of what happened. Yeah, I just... It wasn't the right way to go about things at all. It was very... Very Ronaldo. It was was very Ronaldo, yeah. If anyone was going to do it, it was Cristiano Ronaldo. But I just... Felt he's he's in my opinion the best player of all time, and I think he's really tainted his legacy there at Man United by doing that interview. I feel like mm. if he went out, I think the issues that he had could have been solved more internally. Yeah, but I just think he wanted to point the finger at someone other than himself because I, I do think he is he's known to be quite an arrogant player. I don't really think he can take the blame for any personal yep. downfall. I mean, he is... Is he 37? 37. That's, like, older, it's than, a, it's older than most goalkeepers. It's, it's, it's insane it's, yeah. that he's still playing, but he does need to, like, accept that his time is coming to an end yeah. with football. I don't think he wants to. I think that's part of the problem, I think, hitting his head. Physically, he is still 27, yeah. so I feel in his head he feels that way. He probably feels as though he needs to blame other people for not keeping up with him, but really... He might not be keeping up with yeah. the way football's played now. but the, Yeah, the difficulty is, like, with that team, now, I don't really rate them, to be honest. I think they're all right. I think I quite like the coach. I think he, he coached that team well. He, he's the, they're all, they are all well drilled. But with Ronaldo in that team, it slows him down. Yeah, I, th- I think he's... He is a good player. He's still, he's still got the leap. I mean, no, yes, in the... Was it Portugal, Portugal, Ghana? Yes, he brilliant. Man. Still got that like two meter jump on him. That's incredible. So like, you can't you can't say he's not he's not fit. He's not capable. He's definitely one of the most capable players. Yeah, I just don't 100%. think he's up to speed with teams at the minute. And I think we'll only really see who's right after the interview if he joins another club. Yeah, I think the problem is with Ronaldo. I think he is. If he was still on United, he is, in my opinion, still a top five striker mm-hmm. in the league. If you give him a chance, he will score. I think if he joins another club and he does absolutely amazingly, then maybe I'd take my hat off to him and say, right, you're correct, you were in a shit team, like you couldn't yeah. couldn't excel in it. But if he goes to another team and does the exact same thing, then we've just got to call it a day on him and be fair. Yeah, but then I watched the whole podcast and the clips the, the clips that Piers Morgan posting every night, I was getting loads of retweets on Twitter and comments and stuff, but... They were very like short clips and didn't really allow full context. So if when That's I watched the full point. interview that was an hour and a half long, it was very made more sense. Like mm-hmm. I do think Piers Morgan could have questioned him more, and normally he does. Well, it's a, it's a huge thing for Piers Morgan having an opportunity yeah. to like expose that, and it's it's really you could be seen as just a way to earn Piers Morgan some viewership. So yeah. a lot of things were probably taken well out of context. Yeah. 
and made him look out to be worse. Like personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Ronaldo, but I do see the situation quite well. I'm a Messi fan. Personally. Very questionable, but No, it's not. I think I'm outnumbered these days, but I think Messi's still got a few years left in him, that's the thing though. Yeah, but then my argument was three years ago Ronaldo was still scoring twenty five goals as a season for Juventus. Like and met and they're going, Oh Messi's still really good at thirty four but Ronaldo was also doing that at 34, and True. in three years' time, I don't think... Last year, Ronaldo scored 23 goals at all competitions. In three yeah, years' time, yeah, Messi yeah, won't yeah. have that. But Just going to have a quick look at what he did last season. Yeah, was it 18 in the league? 18, I think. Um, all competitions. Career stats. Premier League. Yeah, in the... 21-22 Premier League he got 18 goals that's still it's still very very good it's still like the top top percentage of the goal scorers in the Premier League it's like the hardest league as well the Premier League it's it's probably the most unpredictable league you don't really know how it's going to turn out and just to come into a club in your first season and score 18 goals after not playing for the team for a good 10 years Pretty yeah. impressive to hold yourself up. Yeah, it's a sign of someone who is, who was, and still is world class. Definitely. But where do you think he'll go? We'll finish on this point. Where do you think he'll go? If you had to guess a club. Personally, I don't know if he will go to a club. I think he might. You think he'll retire? Oh, I don't know. He's not the type of person to retire. He said in his interview that if Portugal won the World Cup, he will retire. <laughs> but I still, even if he won the World Cup, I think he wouldn't. No. I've seen posts on like one football and stuff about him wanting to go to Newcastle, and to be honest, I, I don't really think I'd take him. But the thing, but I mean, obviously, I'd I'd want Ronaldo yeah. in a black and white shirt. But in terms of the bigger picture, what Eddie Howe's done doesn't fit a player like Ronaldo. Yeah, I think the thing is like, what's in, I'm not taking the piss here. Like, Ronaldo would want to come to Newcastle United, but. We don't want him here, and Eddie Howe does not want a player like that in our dressing room. And that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard you said. It's incredible. Because it, if you were like a 10-year-old kid and heard Ronaldo might come to Newcastle, I think you'd probably wet the bed or something. Don't, don't get me wrong, I would love Ronaldo at Newcastle, but... Maybe for place. a few games. <laughs> just, just, just for a game. <laughs> get him on loan. Exactly. But uh, Drew Vanille is a free agent now, guy. Is he? Yeah. Oh, nice. So... I think we'll wrap up Ronaldo yeah, there. Like, I think just to point out, I think he'll go with Sport Lisbon, but we'll see. Ooh, yeah, he's back to his first. Team. He could do that. That's a decent point. Like, yeah, that would give him a good, good game or two. So, the World Cup, World wow, Cup, yeah. what a week! Yeah, I think it's been a a week of really exciting games and also really quite quite ones. boring games. Yeah. And it makes me think of there. Uh, is it is it the next World Cup? There's going to be like sixteen more teams or something. Uh, yeah, there's thirty two now. There's going to be forty eight. Going to be forty eight teams. I just think it's going to be a whole load of nil nil draws. To be honest, but with the that thing many is, more teams. there's been a lot of nil nil draws, but there's been quite a few high scoring games. So that's kind of balanced it out. Ah, uh, but then if you're going to put a whole load of other shit teams, another 16 teams that couldn't qualify for this one, into the next one, then what do you expect? It's either going to be steamrolling, Spain, Germany winning 6-7-0 again, or it's going to be more nil-nil. I mean, I understand that it's good for other countries being able to see their team perform at the World oh, Cup. Yeah, 100%. But you have to remember, it's 
the whole competition is the World Cup finals. Like yeah. these are the teams that have qualified and played well enough. And when you get teams like uh, Costa Rica oh, losing seven out of Spain, it's like what 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 would be the case if San Marino were in playing yeah. Spain or England? It would just be it's an absolute. Incredible. Like Qatar, I know they're in it because they're a host nation, but they are hopeless. Oh, they're the fastest t- home nation to get um, disqualified. Well, not disqualified. What's the word? To not qualify. To not qualify from the group stage. So it was yeah, two, they're the two first games. one, aren't they? Since South Africa, I think it's the fastest team to not qualify. Two games yeah. for the home nation. Incredible. Absolutely nuts. But like Morocco, Croatia, I thought that was a scoring game. To be honest, not yeah, a nil nil draw. Pretty- then there's been a, there's been a couple of upsets. The main ones, a couple of upsets are Argentina, Saudi. Now that was mm. it was incredible because they I was watching one nil up, didn't they? I was watching. Yeah, if you're one nil down, if you're Saudi Arabia, and you're one nil down at half time to Argentina, the third rated yeah, nation, one of the second favourites for the World Cup. It's it's really they are really good, Saudi Arabia. It's just a really well coached team. Mm-hmm. Like well drilled, the players are rapid. I'm like, this is incredible. Watching them play is really like right. yesterday they played them. Though I thought they were unlucky again, but it's just the very they're just missing a bit of quality, aren't they? I I think I definitely think so. Um, I just a lot of these matches, I'm just quite surprised that you've got Mexico, Poland, nil nil, Denmark, Tunisia, nil nil. Yeah. These. Poland's a team that can score goals, and so is Denmark. And it's it's weird. I don't know how these predictions were made in the last episode are actually going yeah, to play out. I know. I mean, I know I made some risky ones yeah. with um, Australia, teams like that, that are yeah. actually turning out to be true. Yeah. Well, they were just a laugh, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Portugal Ghana. That is probably I'd say that's the best game I've watched so far. Yeah, probably. That because really that was. Absolute clash of heads, three two, not much separating the sides. Portugal go three one up, Ghana still fighting back. Yeah. I just I, I did think that was a very good game. Yeah. So who's impressed you the most? <sighs> I wasn't I wasn't that impressed by England. Even though we beat no, Iran six two, I don't think it was a very good performance. It's quite similar to when we beat Southampton. We just di- we didn't play yeah. well, but we, we hammered them. Yeah, but then I, what really was reminiscent the other day when I was watching the nil nil. It's very similar to the Euros when they played Scotland. It was very, mm-hmm. and to be honest, I think they'll struggle again on Tuesday against oh. Wales. I, d- I think there's a there's a semi decent chance that England don't finish up the group. I think France are looking to be the hardest team yeah. at the minute. Um, but it just makes you think, if we struggle against teams like Wales, Iran, yes. USA, and we get to get a knockout and we're playing France, Spain, Argentina, yeah. we're not going to get past a, a single yeah, game, to be exactly. honest. And like, I love Trippier, but when he's coming up against Kylian Mbappe, there's... 
it was best for England. That's... He was good against Iran, but he was quite poor the other night, which is unfortunate to see. But I he just... was give the ball away a lot, which is rare for him. I just don't think it's the same type of football. No, he's, it's not. He's meant to be playing. He's more yeah. of a like a wing. He back is a wing back for um, Newcastle, but he's he's playing on the back foot for England, and it's it's not really working for him. He yeah. likes to push forwards when he gets the ball. But he's looking to make a pass straight away. It just doesn't work. It no. always lands at the opposition's feet. Yeah, like, I understand Southgate loves him, but Southgate plays him at the right of a back five, mm. so he plays him as a wing-back in that formation, but now we're playing a four at the back, which will probably change to a five at the back when we go through the groups. Oh, definitely. Which I think then we'll see a better Kieran Trippier. But Fingers just, crossed. Yeah, I just, it's unfortunate because I think... He's effectively been played out of position. Even though he's a right back, he's been held. He can't go past the halfway line. I know. So Saka's isolated because he can't go forward. But you're so you're so used to seeing him be right there, on, right there at the top of the pitch yeah. for Newcastle. Overlapping rounds of Almiron. That's uh, why Almiron's so good this season. But Southgate, he's tactically inept for me. But and then for me, Spain, Spain stood out. Spain looks scary. Today, we're recording this on the 27th. We've got Spain, Germany today, Tonight. which is a, what a absolute belter of a fixture. Best game. Best game. Most excited I've been for a game so uh, far. We've got Japan playing Costa Rica right now. Costa Rica are 1 0. We just scored on that. That's a shock. We've been slandering them, calling them all these names, and then. I know, I'm sorry. This is, it sorry, Costa happens. Ricans. It always happens. I was. I don't uh, think there's many people from Costa Rica watching. So. <laughs> I was watching the England match at my mate's house, and um, when we were playing Iran, every time I slagged off a player or something, they'd do something good. Yeah. So like, oh, Harry Maguire, terrible, and he hit yeah. the bar. But yeah, Spain for me stand out. I think I still think Brazil win it because I thought Brazil were really good the other night against Serbia. Mm-hmm. I think so. I've always said Serbia do put a shift in. They do, but they, and they're, they're a good team. Dominated them Brazil. That they're, Richarlison goal, the second one, phenomenal, wasn't def- it? Yeah, yeah. They were a hard team to beat, but I think once you start poking holes in them, and it all kind of fall, falls apart. Yeah. So I think most impressed I've been France, Spain, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. yeah big test for Spain tonight. If Spain beat Germany tonight. If Spain beat Germany tonight, well, they might. They could do it. Clash heads with Brazil. I think a Spain Brazil World Cup final yeah. would be absolutely beautiful. I think Portugal honest. have a chance. I thought Portugal looked really good. Uh, well, Ghana did well. Mm, and it was, the keeper was lucky. Ghana are a good team. I've I've always thought Ghana are a very strong. It's the African teams they normally do quite well in World Cups. Yeah, the, the, I just I like their style of shots. play. They've got a very nice style of play. Yeah. Um, I think Switzerland Brazil will be an all right fixture as well. Just, yeah. just for like a bit of a, a goal fest. Hopefully, yeah. uh, sorry, Cher. But <laughs> you want to concede? I just, I just want to see goals. I know I see that's goals. the thing. And there's, I'm not being funny. There's in the first week that how many nice goals do you remember? Gavi scored a lovely one on the volley. Uh, Richarlison. Richarlison. As much yeah. as it pains me, I can't stand Richarlison, but he yeah. does have some nice finishes sometimes. Yeah. He's I, he's one of them players. It's all the Brazilian forwards are like that. Jesus, Richarlison, Firmino. Yeah. They're all very on off players. They're quite eccentric players yeah. as well. They're always like they put on a show. Yeah. I'd say we've got. Um, I think we should talk about our our group and how it's going to go because yeah, I know we yeah. we only need a draw to get through unless we concede four goals or whatever. Yeah, but. I just I think it's absolutely pathetic. We're not on six points right now. It is. It is. It's embarrassing. 
the way we played against the USA, they they were the better team. We're actually lucky not to have lost against them. Yeah, um, yeah, 100%. I think Iran, Iran have done really surprisingly uh-huh. well. Iran have got USA next. That's a really good game. That is, it's a deciding fixture, really. If Iran it, win that, they could qualify because I think because we're might we're playing away. Wales. At, if we beat Wales, right, we're Which should, comfortable Which we at should, the top. We should win. Yeah, and then we've got USA who have to beat Iran. Well, actually, they can draw. No, they can't. No, they can't. No, the USA teams. have to beat Iran, so that would be an absolutely better of a game. Yeah, but I, I just yeah, I think. England will qualify, and I think they might just finish top because I think they might scrape a win against Wales, and I think it'll be some sort of last minute. I think crack. USA will beat Iran, and I think USA qualify again. Uh, it'll be some last minute Harry Kane tap in. Yeah, it's it's just not good, terrible football, and will be exposed in the later rounds because of a te- tactically I, inept I just, manager. I just don't know what's happened. We played such good football in the Euros, and it's just all seemed to fall apart straight away. It's just, yeah, it's Do you just. it's a confidence thing, or it's a back five. It, that's that's what stands out for me. Is we played a back five for the whole of the Euros, got the Euros final. Manager got exposed by a more experienced manager in Mancini. That's why he lost the final. England yeah. should have won that final. Mm-hmm. And then, well, we had it. We had exactly, the game exactly. You, when you score in the first five minutes, you can't lose no matter what. <laughs> and then, so when you go from a back five to a back four, I understood it. I would do the same thing. But then let your attacking players advance rather than yeah. hold them back. Because mm-hmm. if you hold your attacking players back, what chance have you got? Oh, that's why you. That's why you draw nil at the USA. But yeah, should we Ronaldo Messi at the World Cup? Yeah. That them two. Imagine a final. Imagine. Oh, I think that's the dream. Um, you've got players like Ronaldo, Messi. I think Modric is probably on his last. Yeah, Modric, Suarez, Suarez. Yeah, of course, um, Cavani. Definitely Cavani. Cavani yeah. um, there's a few more, but these are all players we've grown up with as exactly. well. So it's it's a big moment. I do want to see some action. Yeah, it's exactly it's it's quite monumental because in the next World Cup in USA, Ronaldo won't be there unless he's going to turn up at 41. Which if anyone was going to do that, it's, it's it Ronaldo. would be him. Yeah, but I just think it's incredible. You saw him the other night uh, when they were singing the Portuguese national anthem. Him tearing up and crying during the yeah. national anthem. It's I think he knows he knows himself finally that his body is slowing down. It looked a bit more like a real real cry than the Iranian manager. Yeah, a bit wild. <laughs> that was incredible. But um if you look I'll stop being biased towards Ronaldo, we'll talk about Messi. We'll watch the game last night when we were out, didn't we? Yeah, it was a we'll lovely watch, goal. Watch it at the pub. Um Messi had I, I think he was a bit a bit quiet at first, um, wasn't really getting much of the ball, he yeah. just kind of sat back a little bit, but as soon as he got that goal, then he yeah. was all over them, lovely I think goal, it, was, lovely goal. it was game over for Mexico straight away, to be honest. But yeah, it was a, it was a really good game, but oh, Messi's very good, don't get me wrong, he is the second best, but he is very, very good, and I like to see him do well, I like to see Ronaldo do well more, but with them two in the final would be the best thing yeah. ever. I don't know if it was just a poor performance from the strikers last night for Mexico either, though, because yeah. I didn't see a single shot from them, to yeah. be honest. They're just, they're just lacking, aren't they? They're just not great. Definitely. But, yeah, um, we've got some more news in the Premier League as well. Yeah. Going back there. I think the World Cup is something you can't really talk too much about. Until, the group, well, well, until at least the groups are done. <laughs> You can talk about it too much and it just 
yeah takes over the whole thing so we're going to cut it there with the World Cup and yeah, we're going to talk definitely. about Man United the Glazers Glazers yeah. announced the sell but it's interesting isn't it because a few weeks ago we heard that is it Fenway that owned Liverpool the American brand are selling Aye. their shares as well so for me it stands out as the Glazers are now panicking they don't want Liverpool to be bought out mm-hmm. by some state funded like we are they don't want to be bought by someone like that and miss out on it so I think they've panicked. I think they're trying to sell their shares or at least get an investment from mm-hmm. a big state-funded organisation like that. But it's a weird one. I really, really hope that we aren't competing with a team like Liverpool in terms of like ownership. Because yeah. the, oh man, you! It's just going to be like. Yeah. It sounds selfish, but <laughs> I just want to be the only team. It is selfish, but you're always going to be like that because it's. It's your club. You, it's your club, and you want the success for your club and. It's just I feel like we've always been the the team that doesn't get given much money, and then as yeah. soon as we've got you don't want someone else a limited budget. There's another two teams that could be getting the same thing, and it's like we've only had it for a year. Yeah, just but want to enjoy it for a exactly. bit longer first. For the difference for me though is I feel like because they're both they are both American funded. I think there's a good chance that they are again both American funded. Someone mm. will come in American. And even if a state Qatar comes in or Saudi comes in or Dubai comes in, I think it doesn't necessarily matter with a club like Liverpool or Man United because they're always going to have the money to spend. Man United are the highest earning club in the world in terms of the kids' sales and things like that. No one sells more than them, so no matter who's in charge, they're always going to have money to spend. That's why the Glazers weren't very good. That's a good point, actually. It's, it's another thing about Newcastle that we really need to build upon. You look at Man United, and you see Man United tops in every single country. You go on holiday, they're selling Man United tops. You see kids wearing Man United tops in bloody Spain. You don't see that with Newcastle, and no. that shows how early on we are. We it haven't is, really... Yeah. We haven't really, like... And yet, no, really. No, and I, I like it, and I don't like it, because I know that we need to become a brand mm-hmm. like touch yeah, the, the bigger teams yeah exactly because it's all a it's all a stepping stone to success because if you start to sell more kids worldwide kids growing up will start to wear more Newcastle ah. strips people know who Newcastle are where Newcastle is and they'll want to play for Newcastle United here's one thing though what sells kits Ronaldo wearing the kit exactly so I, I think to be honest if we did sign Ronaldo even for a little bit that would probably make us able to bring younger stars in because they're like oh Ronaldo's played for Newcastle he's doing alright he's wearing yeah. the shirt he looks like he's loving it maybe we'll pop along that's we'll sign Neymar and Mbappe uh, it's, a, it's a really good point I was actually talking about, it, talking about it with a mate the other day and it's you do need to sign an old legend who's not going to play the best yeah. but if you see them in that shirt it sort of makes other players a bit more comfortable with the move yeah. like I th- it was Botman, wasn't it, who just wasn't comfortable with the Newcastle move at first when we first yeah, went to sign him. Yeah, he was, because him, us and Milan were both in for him and they were very hesitant. He mm-hmm. was very hesitant, sorry, about, ooh, Milan, multiple-time European champions, uh, arguably yeah. biggest club in Italy. And he went for the he went for Newcastle move because I think he's picked a good choice there. Well, even us growing up had Milan shirts, yeah. Inter Milan shirts, AC Milan shirts. It's so like it's they are power. a brand as well. I know you'll see like a few Newcastle shirts here and there. 
you'll see it because of Sam Fender. But that, that that's a good good bit of yeah, brand and Sam yeah. Fender going to Australia with his Newcastle flags yeah, and that. Exactly. But it's 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 so early on. I think it's like the club's being born again, really. Yeah. And when we come back into the season, we've got a decent little run of games. We've got Leicester and Leeds. I just think yeah, it's mental now. A year ago, no, sorry, not a year ago, two years ago, when we were with Bruce, I remember we were near the bottom. Mm. We, Sheffield United, got their first win over us all, of all season. That was in December. Aye. They hadn't won all year and they beat us. And the difference between then, when I was going in every game expecting to lose, and now, where we're yeah. going to games going, we can, we can win, well, we can beat I, them. Last season, if we were playing Leicester... I think that was oh, a, a loss straight away, yeah. but now it's a it's a, look at it it's as a win. Right game. Yeah, the only team that we've got coming up that I'm a bit worried about is Arsenal. To be honest, yeah. I think we'll give them a game, but it, I don't know how that'll turn out. We're both very high on momentum. Yeah, Newcastle and Arsenal. We've got that cup game coming up, uh, yeah. and that's before Christmas, and that's the fourth so round, twenty first. So you win that, you beat. You're in the quarterfinals of the League Cup. I think we're like second favourites to win for that. We will be though, that's a thing. We're third in the league. And I'd love to see us at Wembley. Oh, Bloody hell. That's something I've never seen. It's something I've always wanted to see. Something I've always been a bit jealous of the Mackhams for. Yeah, even honest. if it is gone. gone even if it's the League One tournament. playoffs. Exactly. The League One playoffs <laughs> or the Papa John's trophy, you know what I mean? It's still a trip to Wembley. But uh, um, to be honest, I'm not jealous. I don't want to come in that shit anyways. I know. But, but um, After Arsenal, we've got Fulham, Palace... West Ham and Bournemouth again, so it's not a bad run, is it? Not bad at all. But yeah, so we've got that cup run. There's only is it City and Liverpool left, but they're playing each other. Ah, United. Mm-hmm. City, Liverpool. So one of the giants will be out. gone. Um, Man United. I'm hoping. I'm hoping City go out. I want to get yeah, my own back I for uh, Scousers, To be honest, I want to get our own back for Liverpool I'm after very, that. Yeah. Abysmal. Scandalous. Uh, but talking about Man City, a bit, bit mischievous. Interesting, at the minute, isn't like... it? We yesterday, Fabrizio Romano, the most amazing man in the world in terms of transfer news and just news to do with football, and he said that we've agreed a deal to take Man City's head regional scout as our new head of youth recruitment. <laughs> Paul Midgley, I think his name was, and I uh, think that's a it's, it's a huge, huge signing because. You're taking someone like that from City to come in in a higher role. He's obviously obviously good at his job if he's mm-hmm. been at Man City. And he was at, I looked at it before and he was at Leeds before that for years. So he, Leeds now yeah. have lots of kids coming through. They've got that Somerville, that young winger who's continually uh, scoring uh, week in, week out for the past four games. He's, they've got Joe Gelthart, they've got Sam Greenwood, they've got players like that coming through at Leeds who he's probably scouted. Exactly. exactly, and we've got no one. It just shows the power of Newcastle as well. The fact we can bring someone who's easily comfortable in his job at Man City. It's you think Man City would be the top, be the end of the career, just sit back at Man City, scout yeah. players, massive wage. You know what I mean? But instead, he's come to Newcastle because he knows that there's something to build. Exactly, he, and he's, he can project. make a difference at the team. I think that's such an important thing you've got you've just you've got teams like city united liverpool they've all got like an established name already and it, it's it's not as exciting as when Le- when leicester won the league that was was that just a one off thing though 
it's a one-off thing. I think it was, it was it was still exciting, but they didn't really build as much as we no. have. Um, I, I prefer us not to win this year, just to win the cup. No, the the league, just not to get ahead of ourselves too much. Yeah, but if we're offering ourselves the league, I, I don't think we'll, by any means, I don't think we'll even challenge for the league. No. But I, think I know what you mean, you don't want to be ahead of things, but obviously you'd want to win the league, but yeah, you, I, I you don't just want to be don't, ahead. I don't want to do a Leicester and put it all into one season yeah. and then lose a few games the next season and chuck it all away. It's really respectful the way Newcastle have gone about things in terms of we're doing it slowly. We're not. We ah. haven't gone in. We've spent money, but we haven't spent obscene amounts of money. We've bought in um, Dan Ashworth from Brighton. We've bought mm-hmm. in Darren Eels from Atlanta. We've bought mm-hmm. now bought in Paul Nigley from Man City as our head of youth recruitment, and we're now building bridges throughout the whole club that can then expand and we can go forward and ah. build a better squad. And but even the fans, well, most of them have been quite patient with it as well. Like you look on forums and Twitter, and they're like. I don't think we will win the league, but I'm happy with that. Um, we're, we're just happy that we're actually getting... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd still be happy if we finish seventh. I've said this last week, I think I said it, and I, that's true. I would be happy if we get conference league because I think that's what our aim was for this year. Definitely. And I think there's a very good chance we finish top four. Uh, especially with... Um, is it Midgley? I keep forgetting yeah, his name. Oh, Midgley, yeah. Uh, still a bit... Um, rough from last night yeah. but um, yeah so I think the names he'll bring in it's the place it's the place you'll scout and then aye you bring in we've got this we've got you Kennedy Anderson who is still a, he's still a raw talent I think I still think he needs another loan yeah, spell I agree with you mature him up a bit but the, the touches he takes are absolutely he's, he's in charge of the yeah. ball when he takes the touch it's um, it's amazing yeah it's you, listen when I say this I don't mean it sounds stupid but you see Maradona and the way he controls the ball, and he's not right. like Maradona, but you know what I mean in terms the of confidence. the way he traps the ball. Yeah, yeah, the confidence he moves with the ball. He still needs a lot of. He still needs a lot of coaching, and I think it's interesting. And I think how old is he? He's only nineteen. Nineteen twenty. It's like he's a year old us. Us. It's mental. mental. We're sat here talking about him. He's playing the matches. It's incredible, but I think it's interesting. I think. Next week, the group stages will have finished in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And we can discuss about them and see how they finish and then our predictions for the rest. Uh, we need to review the predictions of uh, how each group stage yeah. ended. Um, and then what we can do, I think we should redo the last 16. Definitely. And then, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a mental week, to be honest. I, I really don't know how anything is going to turn out. But what an exciting time to be a Newcastle United fan. I know. It's the best way to put it. Good time to start a podcast, I might say. Ah, exactly. Well, Costa Rica have beaten Japan. Um, next game is Morocco-Belgium. I think we should quickly run through these games just quickly. Yeah, Give from through today's game. A few games. quick um, predictions. Predictions. I think Belgium will beat Morocco 2-0. I'm going to say 1-1. Mm, Croatia-Canada. Oh. Canada were all right. I've seen the managers from the managers from concert. concert Funny that, isn't it? Have you heard him speak? No. Nah. He and he said this. He's like, "We're going to go and f Croatia up next." <laughs> he's got like an American accent. It's brilliant. But yeah, uh, Croatia, Canada, two on Croatia. Yeah, I see that. I see that. What's the last game? Spain, Germany. Spain beat them three Spain. three nil. Spain three nil. 
I think Germany on the down. I think there's a chance. Germany do not qualify. Aye. But I think we'll leave it on. Wrap up our podcast. Aye. Right. Thank you for uh, listening. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. Uh, subscribe on, on YouTube. YouTube. Follow on Spotify. Yeah. Apple Music. I don't use Apple Music. But still follow. Still follow. And then give us five star rating if yeah. you've enjoyed. And give it us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at number nine pod. And we'll see you this time next week. Thank you. Goodbye.